0: You're speaking with Lamont.
1: And uh, sorry. all right it's cool.
0: You're okay. speaking.
1: Wait, so- You're- sorry, sorry. For what? Um. Nothing. Um. Okay, let's just let's just start over. For what? No, nothing. It's, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
0: You're speaking with Lamont
1: and the one and only Leia,
0: and you're tuning and in to
1: into the Lamont, the Lamont
0: and Leia podcast. podcast.
1: <laughs> we'll get that down eventually.
0: I don't know, Leia.
1: <laughs> we need to. We do. All right, Lamont. Um, I'm gonna let you take away today's episode because this is your this is your thought your yes. baby <laughs> yes
0: all right Leah, so i'm going to see if you've done something if you've done it you're going to put up a finger and got we're going to see how many fingers out of how many things that you have does that it's make like, sense kind yes, of yes it,
1: it's like the opposite of tiktok tiktok's like put a finger down this time we're going to put a finger up okay got it
0: you <laughs> like tiktok yeah i don't know what you're talking about i was thinking the opposite of um what's it called Never have I ever.
1: Okay. That makes more sense. All right, let's do okay. this.
0: <laughs> All right. Have you apologized for things you didn't do?
1: <laughs>
0: All the time. Do you apologize for small things? Of course. Do you apologize because you want to avoid conflict?
1: Every single day.
0: Do you apologize when when you make reasonable requests? Yes do you apologize repeatedly guilty do you apologize because you feel like you're an inconvenience sometimes do people around you have to tell you to stop apologizing
1: no <laughs> okay people don't people don't actually say it out loud thank goodness all right <laughs> cuz so. then i probably would be like oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> so you have
0: six out of seven you actually might be experiencing some form of sorry syndrome and that's what we're going to talk about today oh man (laughs) all right so Leia, throughout this week i've been so excited for this episode i was trying to get a guest speaker almost had one it didn't work out maybe next week But I have been going to my forums, my groups, and I have been asking people, hold on, I'll tell you exactly what I asked people. I'll tell you exactly
1: what I asked people. You tell me.
0: Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Let me pull it up here on my (laughs) cell phone. (laughs) So I said, because I joined a whole bunch of new mental health groups, okay? Mm -hmm. So I said, hello, I'm new to this group. I'm looking for someone to talk to me about why do we, as a people, as a culture, apologize all the time? And how do we overcome it? And I have received so many responses and so many groups of why this thing is happening. One of the most common responses is maybe because we're polite, why wouldn't we apologize? Mm -hmm. I've heard that. Yeah, so that's like a common running theme. But then I was like, there's something more. It's more of an issue when you're apologizing for every little thing. Mm -hmm. And some people just like, you know what? I do this. I realize I do this. I do this because I honestly don't feel like I'm, they didn't say this exactly, but like basically I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. I'm an inconvenience. I'm in the way. I'm apologizing for myself. And so today's topic is we're going to explore that. Like, why? Why do we apologize for just being? And it comes out in our language and it comes out in our body language. Mm -hmm.
1: So I I experience that a lot, actually. Um, Yeah, I mean, even in a professional setting, I do that a lot. So, I mean, in my job, I have to go to my bosses and tell them exactly what I need. Because I'm, I'm only a contractor, so I can't, you know, be there a whole eight hours every single day. I'm only there a few hours and they need to know exactly what I need from them. And sometimes even though it's a perfectly reasonable request, like rescheduling something or, you know, doing a project at a certain time that's a little more convenient for me. I always follow it up with, sorry, but I mean, it's a professional setting and they expect that. I mean, it's what I do. So, I see that a lot.
0: (laughs) Do you think you might be wanting to change the I'm sorry all the time?
1: I definitely would. Uh, While I do think saying I'm sorry is a part of being polite, like you said, there is a time and place for it. And I feel that a lot of people take the apologizing all the time might as like maybe as like a sign of weakness and of course i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to appear that appear that way um especially as a woman in my field <laughs> so yeah i mean it'd be wonderful to learn how to not do that
0: <laughs> yeah um the other day i was having con conversation with a friend on the phone and this friend apologizes a lot to me and like somehow like he had shared that something had gone on with him and i almost typed out sorry to hear that and i was like no you're not going to type that out Mm -hmm. and so i deleted it and then i thought like well what what am i like what am i really feeling i took a moment to Mm -hmm. stop and think
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i'm sorry but like no it's more than that i'm sad Mm -hmm. i can say that and i can support him it's like I am sad to hear this versus I'm sorry. And so it doesn't invalidate him, but I am communicating my feelings to him and how it's making me feel. And I think it still has this like conveys the message I was trying to get across. And so I think one way to overcome this is to be mindful. If this is something that you struggle with, Mm -hmm. you have to be mindful and be wanting to stop and catch yourself. And if you say it, tell yourself, rewind, like either out loud or take a minute to just rewind and be like, let me, let me rephrase that. I think that's one way we can start breaking the habit. If that's something you want to do.
1: So what you're saying is saying, I'm sorry, in some situations could be a sign of you maybe not acknowledging your feelings about something. Is that kind of it could be. To what you're saying?
0: It could be. I think I think it's definitely sometimes a type of avoidance. Mm-hmm. I think we are taught to say I'm sorry for a lot of different things. Yeah. You know.
1: I think um, the one that's always seemed really odd to me is when someone says something bad happened to them. They're like, oh, my cat died. And you're like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like I've always been like that's such a weird thing to say, "I'm sorry." Like what are what are you sorry for? Uh, but I yeah, think you had nothing you're to do saying, with the cat dying. yeah, I think what you're saying is like just acknowledging their feelings it's just yeah. like um, I don't know what like what do you think would be a better response than I'm sorry to acknowledge so, someone's situation like that
0: so I I'm sad to hear that
1: or or oh my gosh,
0: that must be so hard for you right now or um. <sighs> What else could we say
1: well in that sort of situation i think even a i loved your cat and i hope that you feel better soon yeah be a good way of acknowledging the situation Um, definitely
0: i loved your cat i loved your cat if you knew that cat Mm -hmm. and let me please let me know if there's anything i can do for you yeah um my friend josh's dad recently passed and the first thing I was gonna type text him was, I'm sorry to hear your dad pass. And I was like, No. Like, like when someone dads, like when someone passes, it's it's you never know what to say. And I'll tell you what I texted him instead. Like I challenged myself and I um and I, I texted him something really, really nice, which was which was meaningful in the moment. So I said, hey. I just wanted to say that I love you so much. Please let me know if there's anything you need at all. And I feel like that's so much better than like, I'm a, I'm a sorry. Like I I had nothing to do with his dad's death and his my I sorry is not gonna help him. But maybe him knowing how much I care about him is gonna help him. Letting him know that I'm gonna be there for him is gonna help him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I definitely agree with, you know, acknowledging someone's uh, feelings about something. It's like showing sympathy without saying sorry. Because sorry is kind of like, it's not really sympathizing with someone, you know? So um, this article that I have pulled up right here, um, I like what it says. You cannot make other feels better, valued, or heard simply by saying sorry. It's true. Um, if someone talks about something difficult, you can sympathize with them by saying, "It sounds like you went through some ter- something terrible." I think that's a good way, um, in regards to like sympathize, sympathizing, is acknowledging. Or even try throwing. to
0: better, or even better, try to empathize.
1: Mm-hmm. You no. Know? Um. So, Leah,
0: why do you think? Why do you think this happens?
1: Um, I, you know, TikTok. As much flack as people give it, TikTok is full of a lot of information and quick succession, which I really like. And I've seen a lot of these on my For You page. Um, People talking about little things that you don't realize are kind of traumatic for you. Um, And I don't want to get too deep (laughs) about that kind of stuff. But um, for me myself, I feel it has to do with the amount of um, people pleasing I had to do as a child. Um, it was expected of me in almost every aspect of my life. So it's not that I don't think I'm worthy of thing, like asking for a new schedule or asking for something. It's that I want to make sure that they're okay with what I'm asking in case it inconveniences them in whatever way. So it's kind of like a preemptive sort of, um, cushioning and like in bigger situations, it might be a good idea to cushion stuff to preface, you know, a request. Um, but in small things like asking someone to scoot over a little bit so you can sit down, probably not (laughs) a, you know, good place to use that. But yeah, so that's what I think a lot of it is, is Uh, people having to people please and feeling that they need to soften the blow of something for whatever reason whatever may have happened to them when they were younger i don't know
0: yeah i think another word for people please is seeking acceptance Mm -hmm. we're trying to seek acceptance from other people with an overall apology
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i agree and so it is a way of a form of people pleasing and I Mm -hmm. feel like this is a real social issue I think it also can derive from insecurities Mm -hmm. um just feeling out of your depth not feeling part of the group feeling Mm -hmm. pressure to fit in so again more people pleasing more seeking acceptance um when I took it to the groups that's what that's a lot of what I got was I was taught to do this Um, Mm -hmm. In our culture, in our Canadian culture, this happens. And um, my grandma, very abusive and like with her words and her language. Mm -hmm. And so I was always taught to say sorry, you know? So anxiety, Um, I think it's an anxiety word that people like to go to. Like they're feeling anxiety in the moment and instead of feeling that anxiety and letting it ride, like I kind of like try to push anxiety with, "I'm, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. so everything can be okay yeah you know okay um do you realize that more women are more likely to have sorry syndrome than men
1: yes (laughs) and i think that definitely ties back into having to you know people please it's uh yeah it's a sad reality for most women is that we're expected to make sure that everyone is comfortable um like i i'm trying to think of a culture that doesn't have that but i know in the polynesian culture it is definitely expected of us to make sure everyone is comfortable and everyone is situated in all instances um regardless of how you yourself are feeling uh, <laughs> um and I, there is something similar in just your overall american culture too. So, yeah, I do I do think it's probably a lot of women more than men. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um if you're listening right now or watching or both, um go ahead and leave comments. Like why do you apologize? Mm-hmm. Is it do you feel like it's too too much? And is it something that you really want to change? And why do you want to change it? Uh,
1: another one is like going back to uh, the um, professional space is the need to say sorry when you make a mistake. Now, of course, uh, polite society says if you make a mistake, you need to apologize for it. Um, but I'm just wondering if it's, if there is a good way and a bad way to apologize for it, because I feel like the way you apologize for something makes a big difference. You kind of come in very sheepishly and you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, like I said, it just might make you seem like not a confident person, which is not very good in the professional space. Um, going back to that article that i had and i will link this article by the way in our description um it says if you fail to get desired results from a project you can calm down the higher authorities by saying well it didn't go as planned i have the situation under control it will be rectified there are you know some issues we need to take care of and just that phrase alone kind of sounds a lot more confident about the situation saying, sorry, we didn't get what we like, we didn't get it done in time. So, um yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Leia, le- talking about the workplace, mm-hmm. I know I hate making mistakes because if I make a mistake, I have to report to my supervisor mm-hmm. and then I just feel like I'm inconveniencing my supervisor because she already has one million one things that she's juggling Mm -hmm. and she just needs me to do my job and do it right so it can be one less thing you know but there's a learning curve and sometimes mistakes just happen and so when I make mistakes I try to have a solution to fix the mistake
1: Mm -hmm. so it doesn't keep occurring or doesn't happen again exactly learning from your mistakes definitely
0: so usually i'll go and be like hey this happened so i'm not apologizing
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i probably should apologize maybe (laughs) sometimes but like hey this happened and this is how i plan to handle it
1: yeah so it doesn't
0: continue to happen Mm
1: -hmm. yeah something i'm guilty of is prefacing all my emails with sorry for the inconvenience (laughs) Um, so that might be something you might want to just yes. look at and start changing and working on a little bit. What are, what are some other things I could say? So a lot of times my issue is that someone wants to film one day I'm not available or vice versa. So I'm just wondering what what is another way I could say that.
0: So question, are you truly sorry for the inconvenience or,
1: or what's going on there? probably not just want to change the date (laughs) okay all right so
0: let's stop apologizing for things that we're not truly sorry for and so maybe in the email it sounds like this conflicts with my schedule it's not gonna work this is what i have open what do you have open do we have anything that matches
1: that's a really good uh way of putting it actually so like now it's taking more confident
0: and let them know like Hey, like, it's just not working out. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's just, there's yeah. a conflict in schedules and we have to figure this out, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a really good, that's a really good way of saying that. I'm gonna have to remember so, that one. Yeah, I think,
0: I think if you're really sorry for inconvenience someone, it's okay to say sorry. But if you're really not sorry, why say it? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Okay, ooh. I feel like this is more prideful than anything. But my mom always taught me, don't say sorry if you're not sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's kind of something I grew up with.
1: Yeah, don't lie. (laughs) Yeah, because it's a lie,
0: right? Yeah. Um, Do you remember the Hillards?
1: Why does that name sound so familiar?
0: They used to be in Pathfinders. Monica Monique. That sounds really
1: familiar, but... But you would have been really young. Okay. Yeah, so...
0: We were at a Pathfinder fair.
1: For those of you that don't know what Pathfinders is, um, in the Seventh Day Adventist Church, we do have a uh, group that's kind of like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, except it is, uh religious based. Yeah. yeah, same idea. It's combined
0: though. under the Seventh Day Adventist religion, so it's a yes. Boy Scouts and a Girl Scouts combined under the um, Seventh Day Adventist religion, and we're a little bit more military based. Yes, versus a Boy Scout and Girl Scout. Yeah, but we do the whole thing, the badges and everything. Okay, continue. okay, so we were at a Pathfinder Fair and Monique when she was a kid, I don't know how she is now, I don't have any contact with her, but she was a horrible person. Like <laughs> straight up, horrible person. Always Shout trying out to get to someone, Monique. <laughs> always trying to get someone in trouble. And this particular day, she had told a lie to Kara and Connie, who I loved very much, and they were demanding that I apologize. To her. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to apologize to her. I did nothing wrong. She's lying to you guys, trying to get me in trouble. And you guys are buying her story. On top of that, I'm not going to apologize because I'm not sorry. I'm not going to apologize because my mom told me if I'm not sorry, then I don't need to say sorry. And like, Miss West, she was like, yes, you do need to say sorry. I was like, well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to say sorry. (laughs) And so, but but what I did tell them is, I am sorry to you, you, and I even apologized to Monique's mom and you because she lied and that's what's going on here. And so (laughs) just, just. I think this is why I've always had an aversion to saying, I'm sorry. Now I've changed as I grew up, like I've learned to like culturally adapt and stuff. But I think those like root things, like my mom's saying, don't say sorry, unless you're sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I think those just give me that aversion to like, ah, I'm not gonna say sorry. I don't (laughs) feel sorry. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie to your face.
1: (laughs) Going back to meaning it, Uh, something that we had in our house was when you would do something wrong, like, okay, so I have five siblings growing up. There was only four of us, but still, um, you know, if you did something to each other, you needed to apologize to make up. And a lot of the times, you know, my mom would ask you after you you said, okay, I'm sorry. They'd be like, well, do you mean it? are you what are you sorry for so in our house we had to say i'm sorry i took your toy and you had to mean it and if she didn't think you meant it then you were in some other trouble <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if this is good but um yeah it goes back to acknowledging if you actually are sorry and being sincere in your apologies rather than just using it as a filler uh which Ooh, that's
0: good yeah cool. which
1: this this um this article also says something about filler words, um, you know, saying things like, whoops <laughs> or oops. It's an acknowledgement without unnecessary apology. So like, if you bump into someone, drop something or, you know, just like scoot something over wrong. Wait a minute. If
0: if I bump into someone, I'm legitimately
1: sorry. That wasn't. That, that's
0: true. That's accident. true. So maybe that's I feel not, a, sorry. Yeah. Maybe that's I'm not say, a good, sorry, good example. Like, not, yeah. yeah. But, like, um, like, say, like, we're all just working. Mm-hmm. We're all just working, typing, doing whatever. And like, I'm sorry. Um, but I just wanted to bring to you guys' attention, like, you don't have to say I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, um, do you have a moment? Can I yeah. talk to you? Mm-hmm. I want to bring something to everyone's attention.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. Being more assertive.
0: Yes. Assertive. Should we... Should we just on the fly be like this episode is going to be about sorry syndrome and how to be more assertive, bam, and let's go into assertiveness because I love assertiveness. It is one of my favorite subjects.
1: <laughs> I think I think we could do a whole other episode about that actually. Okay. So right. we'll we'll save assertiveness for another episode. But um, yeah, I think pretty much we've come to the conclusion that when it comes to saying sorry, um, acknowledging your feelings about it acknowledging another person's feelings about the situation and thinking to yourself, are you actually sorry for what happened or nah? <laughs> yeah,
0: And then to catch yourself, cause it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Even after we're done with this episode, I'm sure we're going to slip up and be like, I'm sorry. So when you say I'm sorry, realizing what you said, did you mean it? and maybe I need to rephrase it.
1: Mm-hmm. So we can start getting ourselves out of that habit. Exactly. I think another one you could use in replacement is my bad. That was a great nineties term. I still use it. Cause we grew I'm up like, in the nineties. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, it technically means I'm sorry. But I don't think it's just kind of like acknowledging that you made a mistake somewhere, but not like a big mistake. Like, but you the- need
0: to like be like, I'm sorry, because I do feel, and maybe this is just me, I do feel when I say the words I'm sorry or I'm, I'm going to make an apology, it is a deeper,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a deeper like thing versus like it shouldn't just be a shallow yeah thing. So I think like my bad, I guess, could replace I'm sorry a little bit, but I would be careful with that because if you're replacing it and you're still like saying my bad and it's coming from a place of I'm not worthy,
1: I'm not good enough,
0: I'm, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I agree.
1: So yeah. So back to our first things, acknowledging, acknowledging and acknowledging.
0: (laughs) all right so let's go
1: ahead and take a little let's go ahead and take a little break lamont and then we'll come back all right so
0: i was thinking i was thinking about beyonce's song and i was thinking about demi Lovato's song mm-hmm. and so they both have sorry i'm not sorry songs and so sorry, in beyonce's song Sorry. Dun, yes. dun, 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 dun,
1: dun, dun. so in beyonce's
0: song she's mad at jay-z because Jay Z has been cheating. She's coming to grips with her anger, and she's like ready to leave. She's like, Mm. "Sorry, I'm not sorry. Mm. (laughs) I'm not sorry. Hell, (laughs) (laughs) I love that song. I absolutely love that song." And then Demi um, Lovato's—hers is um, more about—it's not about confidence because she has a song about confidence. It's about—it kind um, of
1: is about confidence, like learning that you're learning that you're better than what they think of you. Yeah. Sorry I'm not sorry for being fabulous. Sorry I'm not sorry for being the way that I am. That I really love that song actually. We <laughs> one of my favorite ones. Need
0: to take back sorry. Mm-hmm. Say it when we mean it. Mean it when we say it mm-hmm. and not at other times. And we told you guys how. We hope you guys will choose to do it. The choice is up to you. You're in charge of your development, but that's what we got.
1: All right, so we'll see y'all next week. What are you talking about next week,
0: Lamont? Uh, hold on, sorry, I am just like, hold on. oh, you stop.
1: said sorry. Oh my gosh, well, I'm sorry. I,
0: I actually do feel sorry because I'm not prepared, I'm on the wrong page. My thing's not up. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got me. I've been gotten. I've been gotten. All right. 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 So we will see you guys next time. Yes, and we will. next time, Leia and I are going to talk about positive toxicity and oh, the, I'm other gonna have the opportunity...
1: toxic positivity. Oh, did I say it? Best? Positive toxicity. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> okay.
0: And I'm going to have the opportunity to learn about this. Cause I have no idea. Leia, should I do a little bit of research before we go into next week? Or should I just go in fresh? Like with no ideas because I'm excited to learn about this. I've heard it mentioned mm-hmm. one other time. And that student would not expand on it. for <laughs> So,
1: um, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. We'll see what all happens. Right. All right. So <laughs> maybe I'll send in. you some
0: TikToks. <laughs> all right. Tune in next week. Oh, maybe you should do a thing where, like, you show me the TikToks and we have a live reaction. <gasps>
1: there we go. Love there TikToks. Go. All right. All right.
0: All right. So join us next week for Toxic Positivity. And we will talk to you soon. I'm going to work on getting us a guest speaker. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Bye, guys. Today's life lesson is we should cuddle more. Cuddling, obviously, feels good for a lot of people. But did you know there are some health benefits? It can help us increase bonding releasing the oxytocin in our brain. That's the connection slash love chemical. And you can do it with friends, with romantic people. Um, It doesn't have to be, cuddling does not have to be sexual. Although it can help sexually, but we'll get there in a minute. Also, it can boost your immune system. It can lower your blood pressure. It can help you release stress and anxiety. It can sometimes, sometimes help relieve pain and then it can also help others communicate their emotions and create mm-hmm. sexual satisfaction and intimacy.
1: So the moral of the story is sorry, cuddle more. Not sorry. I love to cuddle my dog.
0: Yeah cuddle your dog, cuddle your fiance.
1: <gasps> All three of us perfect. Love it.
0: <laughs> this has been the Lamont and Leia podcast.
1: Created by Lamont Damon and Leia Nakaahiki. This episode's topic was brought to light by Lamont Damon.
0: This episode was edited by Leia Nakaahiki.
1: Our music is from Ingenue.
0: So let us know what you thought about our show or give us some topics by sending us messages on Instagram or Facebook.
1: You can also watch our show on YouTube. Links to all can be found in the show description. Thanks for listening.